Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year, and a library you keep forever even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com slash iHeart or text iHeart to 500-500. Hi, Rashawn McDonald. Rushon McDonald. See, my next guest is the name I got to get right. Because, like, I always get mad when people say Russian. <laughs> no, Rushon. Is that so hard to say? So my next guest, you know, we, we've been going back and forth, you know, off air, making sure I got her diction, the diction right on her name. Mm-hmm. So she, I'm ready. If she ready, I'm ready. My next guest has survived the tough streets of South Sacramento. I don't know. I come from Fifth Ward, Texas, so we're going to compare tough. Okay. <laughs> Turning a creative idea into a multi-million dollar hair company. Now, I don't have any hair, so she got me on that. <laughs> Curl. Name that company is Curls, a family organic hair care products targeted for women embracing their natural textures. She's a star of a new show on OWN. That's O-W-N. That's the Oprah Network. Called Mind Your Business with Maisha. Hello. How you doing? I, I just paused to see if I got it right. Okay, I got it right. Good. Okay, go. <laughs> Which airs on Saturday at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation, Mahisha Dillinger. How you doing? I, I'm doing well. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I would say I, I, I paused to see if you're going to, because I've seen your show now. Because, see, I want to I want to be on your good side. I want to be on uh-huh. your good side. Because I've seen the bad side, you know. Well, it people, wasn't that bad. Well, you know, it was no, really tough love. Well, the thing about it is that so, so when I said your name, it was like a affirmation, you know. Is that right? Is that right? Okay, cool. Uh-huh. Move forward. Okay. Okay, cool. But I got it right. I've gotten through the first test of our relationship. Because uh, yeah. f- before we move forward into the TV show, that's that's airing on own at 10 p.m. on Saturday night. Does it follow uh, Ayana? Ayana. Ayana. Another name I can't say correctly. Uh, Miss Van Zandt's show. And uh, and so so when you look at that show, because her show is kind of like a tough love show as well. That airs on own on Saturday night. Correct. That is correct. And so but hers is tough love within the, the, the family dynamic. Yours is tough love in the business world. Yes. So Mine t- is all about helping this show, Mind Your Business with Mahisha on OWN. It's a show that's all about helping black female-based business owners excel. Um, there's an increase in the number of black female-based businesses. We're on the rise. Absolutely. 300%. That there's an increase of 300% of us. But only 4% have made it to the million-dollar mark. Now, there's a huge gap there. 
we have the largest growth, but only 4% or less make it to the million-dollar mark. So the goal of this show is to help to bridge the gap. We're going to help eight individual business owners, eight individual brands, eight individual companies to excel and succeed. But throughout the show and the season, we're also giving the tools to the audience, the viewers who are watching it, to also take back home to implement in their lives. Now, the, now, now, a show that I like a lot, that uh, some people have compared your show to her show, you remind me a lot of a very popular show that I like called The Prophet. And uh, because you... The, uh, Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. Sorry, go I got to stay on the good side. <laughs> I thought she about to come at me. You know? I'm telling you, y'all got to watch this show now. You can see why Rashawn's pausing oh all God. the time. Because we live on radio. She might go to the left on me. I go, I can't. I can't. Dump button, dump button, something. Save my career. But the thing about like the prophet, he goes in there and he has to do tough love too. And because yeah. some people shouldn't be in business. But they get in business. Or some people have a business. And guess what? It's just barely getting by, and it should be way more profitable. And so when I, was, when, I, when I did my research and started examining what this show is all about, because you go into the, you know, it's very, this is a very personal experience that you're having with these owners of these businesses or people who have these ideas or these concepts that they're trying to get afloat. So tell everybody about your show before I get into more detail. Let everybody know exactly what the show does. Yes, and, it, you know, when, I, when you said the profit. It is exactly that. It's a mixture of the prophet meets the shark tank with a sprinkle of the Yala Fix My Life. That is really the premise of the show. We're fixing people's businesses, mm-hmm. coming in with a little bit of tough love, mm-hmm. a lot of tools, a lot of information, mm-hmm. a lot of resources. Mm-hmm. There are some investment piece that comes along with some of the ladies, like you saw in episode two last this past Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, so it comes, and the help comes in different forms. Each business owner is in a different industry, different state of her business, and has different needs. So every individual episode will be unique. We can't just do a one-size-fits-all you know, one approach. Right. So we're meeting them where they are, giving them what they need at that present time um, to get them to and through success. So let me ask you, you say you're doing this with eight businesses. Were you, yes. uh, were you involved in the process of selecting the eight businesses? No, I was not. Um, there is um, a team mm-hmm. full of casting um, managers that go after these ladies. They have approached them. They all had to be obviously African-American, black, business owner um, that has a legitimate business, of course, and mm-hmm. a, a problem that we can actually solve beyond just giving money. Mm-hmm. We want to have something that we can actually dig our teeth in and really help with. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you solved it. Because okay, let's let me just go back. Like the episode, I saw the episode with the young lady who's the uh, reality star. Oh yes, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that 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 show made her mad. That let's 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 be real now. You got mad at her, did you not? Ms. I Dillinger. did, and you know why? I did, and here's the deal. I asked the producers when I went into you, this you, show. Before we start, I apologize. Give everybody the backstory so we can know, keep everybody in this journey about what this show is about her. and then why you got made. Okay, so th- this, what is this episode about? This particular episode with 800 West was all about helping a reality star named Megan James with her swimwear fashion line mm-hmm. that she makes for Fashion Nova, a big retailer that's very popular. So she brought in with her a partner that she actually 
was blessed with this woman who's um, connected in the industry of mm-hmm. cutting and sewers and, and material handlers and, and production. And she does all the stuff that you need, the contacts you need. But she became her partner, mm-hmm. a very mi- minor partner. But this partner of hers gave her credit to Megan to use because she had 18 years of credit established with these people. And Miss James did not pay her bills. And so now this poor lady, Tanya, is faced Stop. with all, over $11,000 worth of bills and potentially will be sued. Mm-hmm. So um, the reason why I got upset with Mrs. James is because <laughs> she did not take account of the whole accountability for her actions. She did not care that she, what she did to Miss Tanya. I felt horrible that she has this platform that she can actually do good with. But instead, she's making us look bad. We as black women already have a lot of things we have to face and deal with negativity, negative impressions, and and impressions of us. And we have to set the bar higher for ourselves. And when you have the opportunity to do so on a platform, take it seriously. And I was disappointed with her. Um, So that's where you see the anger coming from, because I want her to do better. Well, the thing about it, in that scene, let me just tell you guys, I was upset. Because uh, Megan, that's her name, correct? Was selfish. Yes. They're selfish. This young her partner was crying. Her was emotionally crying. Yeah, pleading her case with receipts. And right. Megan over there going, "What's the problem?" I don't care. She said, "I don't." It doesn't make me feel bad. I don't feel bad at all. I'm like, "Oh my goodness!" And I, I think and, we need to move her up an hour to y'all fix my life, and then come back to this show. Well, you know, you fixed her though. I'm going to tell you something else in this show. Because when you watch these, you got to watch these shows. Because they grab you. They get you in. Once you, once you realize you're dealing with a crazy person, you're trying to figure out how Miss Dillinger is going to fix this problem. Because I'm looking at the person who had no... She was just she was just popular because she came from a rally show. She had no right. respect for the process. She had no business sense. She had no respect for her partner. She spent the money that was supposed to go pay for the bills on herself. Yes. That was the part that got yes. everybody mad is that she yes. had the money. She decided, she guess what? Check. That's yes. profits. Profits go to yes. me. Yes. Yes. Yes, sir. That was very hard for me to hear. That was very hard for me to hear. I'm going to tell you what was hard for me to see was when she was pitching to investors. Uh-huh. That was hard. <laughs> when, she, when she put the little bikini out there. And didn't know the price of the bikini, and uh, yeah. and talking about this is uh, this is my product, one product now. You know, you trying yeah. to pitch to investors, you just gonna bring in a bikini and say this is an example yeah. of my product. And it was in a little, yeah. look like a sandwich bag, a little <laughs> a little sandwich bag because it was it was just like I'm telling yeah. you, I'm watching this stuff going. Okay, how? And then and then you know, Miss Dillinger, she's sitting out there with four, three other people, black girl on the end. She was done with her from jump. Okay. It was other black yeah. lady sitting on the end. She was like, I knew she was dumb as soon as she walked in the room and still started stuttering. This black lady was like, Really? Okay, they took her. If these cameras weren't on, I'd tell her to get out of my yes. face. Yeah. That's how bad it was. Yes. And so, but what, what embarrassed me, what embarrassed me, because see, because again, she, she's representing. I always tell people, you know, if one black person shoots somebody, all black people shot somebody. And that's you. You you becoming that pool of ignorance. Okay, here's a young lady claims she wants to get in business. She has a business partner over there. She don't care nothing about. All she wants to do is make money. She knows no idea that if you make ten dollars, 
probably nine of it goes to pay bills. You keep one dollar. Now, 100 yeah. percent goes to her lifestyle. OK, girl right. sitting right in front of her. Little little girl crying, tears. Talking about you ruining, girl. So I just take out a loan and just get dump you, get you out of my life because obviously you don't care. And then she's like the mediator in between all this ignorance. Crying girl on this side, ignorant, ignorant woman on this side. Okay, that's how mad I got watching this show. And so I, cause she cursed too. That's why I wanted to let you know. She cursed right in the middle of the segment too. <laughs> and they, they beat tough. So that's how mad both of us made. Yeah. And so, yeah. so when you get to that point in the show and you start realizing that, 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 that you, you said, you said that these people are brought to you. You don't hand, you don't get involved in the, in the process. How do you get your information on being able to build the story out? Well, I, you know, I, and to, to, truth be told, I didn't want Megan on the show. When I saw the cast, the list of everyone on the wall, and I said, I, I didn't want the show to be about that, mm-hmm. you know, because I already knew who she was. Um, and I, they told me, promise, like, trust us, we know what we're doing. I'm like, okay. Um, and then I kept reading more about it. So the script, what, there isn't a script, FYI, there isn't a script. This is all will. Mm-hmm. No script as you probably can tell, but some reality shows have, have scripts. This is not a scripted reality show. This was a show where the story was given to me as to what's going on. They sat down, they spoke to each and every one of the employees and business owners and got all the individual stories and brought them to me to review. And there was a storyline created of what we're doing each and every moment. Um, so, for example, with 800 West um, the episode with Megan, um, you're going to go to her office to meet with her and sit down and talk to her about her, her new designs. And so what the objective out of this meeting is to get X, Y, Z. So there's a, a scene where I'm going to be an objective, and there isn't anything else beyond that. And I dig and ask the questions I need to ask to get to right, what I need to get right, to. Right, Okay, yeah. cool. Hold that thought right there. We're going to be back with more money-making conversations. Keep winning, everybody. Um, she's a star of a show on OWN that airs every Saturday night at 10 p.m. It's called Mind Your Own Business. And that's what I'm doing. I'm minding my own. My, I'm minding my own business. Be back. Hi, this is Rashawn McDonald. I'm on the phone with Mahisha Dillinger. She's the star of a new t- TV show on the own network called Mind Your Own Business with Mahisha, and um, it, it's really engaging because it got me emotionally charged. Uh, but let's go back a little bit in this break to talk about how did you get to this TV show? Now I mentioned it in your credits. You're from South Sacramento. And a company yeah. called Curl. So you said this yeah. show is about interviewing African-American females who are entrepreneurs. You come from that world. You developed that world. How did you get started with this company called Curl? Yes. So Curl's Beauty Brands um, is a brand that I created over 15 years ago. Um, very small brand initially because I came from nothing, so I didn't have a lot to put into it. But I was in corporate America and had faced corporate racism for the first time and was devastated because I was a young single mother and this, this man was looking to get rid of me. And I was very stressed about the whole possibility of my financial picture, given that, you know, what his plans were for me. So after I got through that process, I realized I wanted to work for myself because it was something that I had never experienced before, but also was very daunting. And I thought I'm never going to allow anyone else to hold my financial destiny in the palm of their hands. Even if it was just for a couple of months, I didn't like it feeling. So I started to do my due diligence to see what kind of business I could actually launch that would be profitable, sustainable, and something needed. And I was a newly natural mom and I needed products for my hair, but the ethnic aisle back then was think about that 2002 year. That was what Jerry Curl products, 
perms or lots of heavy <laughs> grease. Not a lot, right? So Wave Nouveau was the only option, really. So I decided to see if that was a sustainable business, and it was. There were many other women at the time transitioning back to natural, and that's when I created Curls. And they started very small, 100% e-commerce based. I was working in my garage, and then we you know, started getting calls from salons, and then distributors start calling, and then Target called. And that was really the transition of the no, business. No, hold on, hold on, uh, hold on, Ms. Dillon. How did you get to target calling you though? See, you just can't yeah, do my well, business like that. You just can't like I know. you suddenly okay. went from you know don't know what you're gonna do with your life, making stuff in your kitchen to target calling you. Well, that was seven years later. It wasn't an instant <laughs> thing. It was seven years later. FYI, that was seven years of grinding. No social media to help me. It was all about being um, very aggressive with my approach, but creative as well. So the buyer back then, she her name was Linda Sullivan, and she was a blonde hair, blue eyed buyer for ethnic hair care. But she wasn't sure why her category was selling. She had all these relaxers that were no longer selling well. So she started to do her research and saw that there were a few brands like mine that were underground but had a lot of buzz. And she called me in for a meeting. And she said, we'll give you a test, 105 stores. We'll put you on this premium end cap and see how you do. If you guys do well, we'll, we'll keep growing you. If not, we'll ship you all your stuff back and be on your way. So we all did well together. We kept growing and growing and growing. As, as she grew us, she added more brands. And she created the very first ethnic category, the newly national category in this industry now that everyone has. Now you can go to CDS, Walgreens, Rite Aid, Walmart, and all the other stores, and now you can see that natural brand and set. And Curls was one of the pioneers. We were one of the first to, to kick it off. You know, some that is such a cool story. So when your products went into the on the stores, that's like hearing your song on the radio if you're a singer, you know. So uh-huh. what did you, did you do anything extra to try to get sales going? I know you don't have social media as it is today, as dominant it is today. Did you do anything extra? Make any phone calls? Were you there holding up signs, buy my products, handing <laughs> us samples in the Target stores that were near you? What did you do? Well, we couldn't do in stores back then, so I did a lot of stuff like we did a lot of sampling for events that had black women. They maybe weren't hair-related, but we would give samples out and say, go buy it at Target. Um, and then we did a lot, and then we did social at Facebook. I, no, I think it was MySpace back then. So we advertised, let people know we're at, my, you know, at Target. And there's also some, back then, chat rooms. Chat rooms like um, Naturality, nap, Naturally nap, Nappy Hair is what it was, <laughs> blend up and the naturally curly, and all these other sites that were chat groups for textured hair. We advertised there. We, it was very specific, and um, we let people know. And, the, and Target also partnered with us and did the end cap with the pictures of every brand owner, and we were in pre, a premium location. I mean, that, that, in the end caps are expensive. They usually cost. So we were able to get exposure just from the end caps alone. Yeah, just walk by, you see the product. That's that's the, right. That's the beauty of, of that that opportunity. You just push your little basket down the aisle, going, "Oh, yeah, what is this? Oh yeah, let me yeah. try that. Okay, that that's awesome. So so now you you have that level of success. How did the TV show come about? Well, there was originally um, a show that they had interviewed me for that was going to be all about other black hair care brand owners. It was going to be four or five of us. And when that didn't pan out, um, the producers remembered me from my interview mm-hmm. and wanted you to bring just, me in for this You just stood project. out, huh? You just stood out. You just like that. You just, <laughs> just walking around. You just take control I mean, what of can it. I say? 
What can I say? It's a hit show, everybody. Please watch it on Saturday nights at 10 o'clock on own. Mind your own business. So so you stood out. You originally was a four. Now you by yourself. They call you. So what's running through your mind when they bring you back in? Because you went through this this routine before and it didn't work out. What did it make? Did, did this process feel a little bit different? What 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 made it go? Well, it was definitely. I, I felt like it was a better a better project because of the need and we the producers that created and sold the show created an amazing sizzle, and we we went to BET. First and own second, and BET Hamahad and Dick Jump mm-hmm. own Jump, and because um, <laughs> Oprah's really into it, <laughs> mm-hmm. Oprah's really really into helping obviously black females and just mm-hmm. empowering people to be better, and so it, it really um, fit for her her name her her network. Um, but yeah, so that's how it went. It was actually an easy sell with them as well. Um, they just they wanted to see me. The producers told me that the network executives were like. I don't know if she's real. I need to meet her in person. She's really a real person, and she can do all that. Let me see in person. So they brought me in. They, went, they asked me tons of questions. There was 12 people in the room, and a lot of questions from my childhood all the way to my, my success, curls, and who I'd help, what kind of advice I give. Gave me some random you know, scenarios. It was just very interesting. Yeah. Good. Blew them out the water. So I'm on the phone with uh, the founder uh, of Curls. Um. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a naturally organic hair care products, correct? Yes, for normal with natural waves, curls, and kinks. Good, awesome. Now, we've got to go back to your show and talk about this other episode I saw. The show we're talking okay. about is Mind Your Business. With or, Mahisha. Mahisha. Mm-hmm. The lady, the, the owner, didn't know how to fire people, and she was filled with excuses. Now, when, mm-hmm. that, when that subject came, that sounds very familiar with me, to me. You know, these people, you know, they friends and family uh, and they don't know, don't want nobody to feel bad about them. I told somebody once, I said, you cannot, when you hire people, you cannot worry about their house notes. You can't worry about whether they're going to feed yeah. themselves. You can only worry about when they come to you, are they delivering? Because if you worry about that other stuff, you never fire people that need to be fired. And I always tell people, when you fire somebody, really, you're just helping them along in their career path. Because it's obviously right. at your location. So. Move on, move on. Yeah. So, so she didn't want to fire this young lady. How did that get to the point that she was finally able to let her go? And this character would get drunk on the job and was running the cashier. She was the cashier. Oh, my God. Nothing like having a drunk cashier at your job. Oh, gosh. And it was a barbecue joint. Yeah, my father's barbecue. <laughs> Y'all think I'm making this stuff up? It's on TV Saturday night. Yes. So walk us through the steps. Through, I, watch, um, I watch too much TV, though. I watch too much TV. I watch. I'm sorry. Well, this was this was my father's barbecue with Chef Shala Um, She had a heart of gold where she wanted to continue. She felt bad. She wanted to let anyone go if they. You know, she felt responsible for them because they had families, mm-hmm. and you know, I, I understand that part. But at the time when your business is being jeopardized by someone. That can cause you a legal issue, like someone fighting, someone drunk. But they get they're drunk and they fall over and hurt themselves or someone else. There are legalities around it that she needs to be aware of. That really opened her eyes and woke her up. But she didn't have the ball to do so. She just felt not sure about how to do it. And I was so surprised that she's a strong-willed woman, but she just couldn't do it. And even after some, after her one of her cooks stole from her, and she knew for months before I started. 
she didn't she didn't fire that person. I forgot about um, that one. I forgot about the thief. I forgot about the thief. Yeah. Continue, please continue. So we we had you know so we had these you know stealing going on. We had a drug addict, Cindy. Then we had the, a few drunks and and then just fights on in the restaurant outside the restaurant. Just just crazy, 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 crazy. And I thought. Shalimar, if you do not stop this, you are going to lose your business. No one's going to respect you, and no one's going to want to eat here. And I showed her also what she needed to do with her life. Like, she has a baby, but she was using that as a re- excuse why she couldn't be there. I felt um, I yeah, wanted her should, to be a little more slow down proactive. She was making some excuses for having that baby, too. And you told her, I've had, I got two kids, back-to-back, 12 months apart. I remember everything. Okay. Yes. And she said, well, I, you know, I have a baby. I said, I had two back-to-back. And that's when I went into about getting a good support system. She needs to have a nanny so she can come mm-hmm. back and forth. Maybe, the, you know, so there's some things we can do. I, I know because I did it. I had to do it, too. Um, it's just a matter of having a matter of will versus excuses. Um, and I think she got through it, though. She really feels more power now. Well, I think it's really important that uh, you have a show like this. I want to thank you, uh not just for being you, first of all, and I, I, I do enjoy. I have enjoyed my time watching the show, and then also I, I, I want to tell people if you if you're an entrepreneur, first of all, watch the show because you're gonna learn something about how to build your business and also how to handle workers and also how to look inside yourself to plan a better opportunity. If you want to see a young lady try to straighten out the lives and get people on just more than faith, because a lot of people start businesses on faith. And this is a show to watch. I had a, I had a great time watching them. I'm glad you called my show and shared our, our viewers and our listeners uh, the great opportunity they can experience every Saturday night watching you. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. You keep winning, okay? Thank you so much. We'll we talk soon, and I keep watching. Listening makes us smarter, more connected people. It makes us better partners, parents, and leaders. And there's no better place to start listening than Audible. Audible is where so many inspiring voices and compelling stories open listeners up to new experiences and ways of thinking. Audible members now get more than ever before. Members choose three titles every month, one audiobook plus two Audible originals that you can't hear anywhere else. Members also have unlimited access to more than 100 audio-guided fitness and meditation programs. Audible delivers bestsellers, business, self-improvement, memoirs, and more, all professionally narrated by actors, authors, and motivational superstars like Rachel Hollis, David Goggins, and Mel Robbins. Audible members can also get free access to the New York Times, Wall Street Journal, and Washington Post delivered daily to the Audible app. With the convenient app, members can access Audible anytime, at the gym, while commuting, or on the go, and on any device. We'll always pick right back up where you left off. Audible also offers free and easy audiobook exchanges, credits you can roll over for a year and a library you keep forever, even if you cancel. Explore all the ways listening on Audible can help improve mind, body, and soul with entertainment, information, and inspiration. You can get titles from your favorite iHeart talent, such as Chelsea Handler, Danny Shapiro, Charlemagne the God, and Bobby Bones on Audible. Start listening now with a 30-day Audible trial, and your first audiobook plus two Audible originals are free. Visit audible.com/iheart or text iheart to 500 500.